Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Cast coming to you live on that crazy internet Al Gore invented. Yeah. <laughs> As this yeah. fucking clown is flipping me off. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert for the people that's not watching the video version. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Thank thanks for the greeting. <laughs> Week number one hundred and four of this shit. Can you believe that? God damn. I'm I'm still like wrapping my head around that we're over a hundred now and, and it's been a month yeah it's been the a longest month, month ever <laughs> i know right <laughs> we want to welcome all of our listeners on fucking pandora back because they Ooh. pulled us off of pandora because i didn't agree to their latest terms and agreement that they never sent me bastards and didn't find out about it until they came back and was like, oh, yeah, this is why you're not on Pandora now. Well, motherfuck me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's been sorted out now, so we should be fucking back on Pandora. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hope- hopefully. <laughs> fucking hopefully. I hope we don't have to have another fucking stream change like we yeah. did on iTunes. Lost all of our upvotes. Over a thousand five-star reviews for all you know and... <laughs> Something like that, probably. Fuck, like, goddamn. <laughs> I know I was. Yeah, when we were getting started, I used to go to people at work, like, do you listen to podcasts on iTunes? Oh, sweet. Pull this up. <laughs> give it five stars. Well, I've got to listen to it before I give it. No, the fuck you don't. Give it five stars and go about your damn day. I was gonna say, if you know me and you still want a job, <laughs> you're rated five stars. Bribery, man, it works. <laughs> I would never do that to my, my friend. Just do like what California's doing. <laughs> Listen, you got get your vaccine. We'll give, get you in a lottery. You can win two million dollars. Whatever, <laughs> dude. Fuck. There's a province in Canada that's doing the fucking same thing. I gotta admit though, hustler clubs, black black card membership for uh, what is it? A year for free? A five thousand dollar value? Shit. If you show up with your vaccine papers, I'm thinking about flying to Vegas right the fuck now. It's <laughs> fully open. Why not? Hey, I love Vegas. I, I'd be down for some Vegas. I'd be down for a lot of things. What about Canada? Is your borders opened up yet? Uh, not where I live. <laughs> that sucks. Listen, yeah, we just entered the stage one of the reopening. So it's like, oh, uh, patios are finally open. That's fucking great. Can we open some more shit now, please? <laughs> I get that they want to go, like, you know, slow and gradual and, like, cautious with this shit. But, like, fuck, Ontario, I think right now we're almost, like, over, almost 70% or over 70% with people who have at least, you know, one dose of a vaccine. So it's like, come on. In America, fucking... motherfuckers ain't showing up to get that second dose. These people are stupid, man. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, let me just give half the protection. It's like basically like getting extra warranty, but no, instead of getting the extra three years, like, no, I only want one and a half. It's fine. It's like taking the condom, cutting out the ring, putting the ring around your dick and call that wearing a condom. Yeah. That's like the equivalent of just wearing a plastic bag. (laughs) I was too lazy. Oh, look, there's a garbage bag. I'll just use this, you know, put some elastic bands (laughs) around it. Call it a day. Did I ever tell you the story about the Magnums? Maybe. You know what magnums are, right? I don't know what they They're the really large condoms. Yeah, the extra large ones. (laughs) I was on a date one night. (laughs) We're going to get to Velvet Revolver in a fucking minute, people. We got time. You got lots of time for this. You got lots (laughs) of shit coming up here, but to to tell the story, Dustin. All right, so I was on a date with this girl back when I was single. And uh, things were going really, really well. We got back to the apartment, and uh, she asked me if uh, I had a condom on me, and I was like, fuck no. (laughs) And and, uh, she goes, that's okay. I got some. Let me go grab them. So she comes back with magnums. 
<laughs> now we didn't <laughs> just you fucking we didn't just get down to business either. But I saw these and I poker face like, okay, this is great. That's gonna be good. And in my head, I'm thinking, you know, magnums are big fucking condoms. This thing's gonna look like a fucking grocery bag on a toothpick. Like this. <laughs> And I was thinking, man, you're about to be disappointed. <laughs> so in my head, I'm thinking of what can I do? Because I had long hair at the time and I kept my hair in a ponytail. And I was thinking I can take my ponytail holder and I can tie it around it to hold it on. <laughs> that, that was my plan the whole time was to take my ponytail holder out and tie it around the ends so just to hold it on. Oh, God. <laughs> And oh man, when I put that damn thing on and it fit, oh my God, you can't, I can't even de- 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 describe how relieved I was that <laughs> that fucking cotton fit. <laughs> Never been so happy. Well, now you can brag that you're going to have a Magnum dong. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now I'll leave. That's all I buy now. Well, that's your new I, podcast nickname. It's Dustin Magnum Dog Bones. That's it. <laughs> Magnum Dog Bones. <laughs> MDB. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Magnum Dog Bones. Yeah, I leave that box sitting on the nightstand for everybody to see now. I don't even hide my condoms anymore. <laughs> I bought four or five boxes of them just so I could stack them on there. But I haven't used one in probably like two years. (laughs) Yeah, it's been... Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I think about two years, actually, because I've been dating Becky for a year and some change. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's been a while. She made me the first couple of times. Yeah, then it just slips off and you're like, fuck this shit. (laughs) No, then you run out and you're like, oh, well, we're already here. It's the same yeah. story. You want it, I want it, let's go. Yeah. Like that. I don't, I don't know how I never caught nothing, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, listen, when you're like us and you have strong pull games, you ain't going to catch shit. That's all it is, man. That's what it's about. That's all it is, bro. Pull out game, be strong, man. Exactly. Well, let's, uh, as much as I love to sit here and talk all day about my giant bon- my giant dong, your magnum uh, dong, get it fucking. My magnum right. dong. <laughs> as much as uh, uh, that topic is one that I'd love to chat all night about, I think we're gonna have to move on. Jump in our DeLorean, and we're gonna go back into history. There's the sound effect. We don't do that anymore, anyway. Yeah. How many times have we done this bit since we fucked up? Since we we didn't ever officially drop sound effects. I just got lazy. Yeah, we still do this here and there. It just comes back whenever we like need something to do. Yeah, we yeah. still do the wheel. I mean, that's a sound effect. Yeah, bro. The, the, well, the wheel's like our main gimmick of the fucking podcast. We didn't do the wheel. What the fuck else is there? <laughs> yeah, just two dudes fucking talking about their dongs and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a it sounds like a barstool podcast if you ask me. Oh, man. Well, we're glad that you guys have tuned in. We hope you stuck around this long. It's like I was expecting to talk about Velvet Revolver. It's just some dude talking about his dong. And there's 104 episodes of this. Yes. Yes. And they're all just like this. It's similar in some ways, you know. Sometimes we have other people that join us talk about their dongs. (laughs) So tell me about your dong. Imagine that. This is going to be the one Doug Goldstein listens to. Jeez. <laughs> when he's thinking about whether or not he wants to come on the show. Well, there goes our fucking big name. <laughs> I don't know, man, if I should come on there and talk about my dong. <laughs> we could probably talk about Axel's dong. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, might as well. It is a Guns N' Roses podcast. Yeah. Like, I I'm going to make an official statement from Guns and Radio right now. Right. I would like to make an official invite to any of the five original members of Guns and Roses. If you want to come on this podcast and talk about your dongs, we'll talk for an hour. I'll figure out a way to make this dong conversation last an hour to have you on the show. So, Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Wouldn't it be some shit if Steven Adler took us up on that? <laughs> hey guys, Steven. Steven Adler. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new 
YouTube Dustin Bones videos? Um, did we talk about that last week? Riding dirty? We, yeah, I think we did, like an extra. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was the last one he did, I think. Yeah. Somebody who I'm trying to get as a guest on this show, I'm not going to say who, but somebody I really want to get on the show as a guest messaged me this week and was like, dude, I love your YouTube videos. And <laughs> one of, one of the higher, you know, up there kind of people that we're, we're currently, uh, uh-huh. finessing to be on there. And I was like, brother, I hate to tell you, but that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have thought of it. Yeah. Shit. That, that's a fucking million dollar idea. I have a feeling that whoever it is listens to this podcast. Probably. Out yourself, <laughs> damn it. We want you on this show. I've tried. I, I, I comment on their videos all the time and say, hey, come be on the show. Uh, we want you as a guest. And they've yet to even acknowledge my comments. I haven't even got a thumbs up. Wow. any of my comments or anything. So whoever it is isn't reading the comments, I don't think. Probably not. I mean, if they're not reacting to any comments, then yeah. Or they just don't have time for that shit. Yeah. They're a busy, serious recording artist is what they are. And... Surely seems like it. Oh, yeah. But, um... Let me see here. Give me just a second. Let me go through these... Things here, surely. Here we go. Gotta go back into history. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I I did the thing. Are you happy? Did the gimmick. You did the deal. I got my shit in. (laughs) So, anyway. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Not too. uh, Where do you want to start? What year do you start in in your list? Um, let me see here. I, I, with these on this day thing, I run from like two, three different lists here. So I just um, use one. He puts way more effort in than I do. Yeah, if they're good, they're good, man. Why not? Um, <laughs> let's start here. June 21st, 1948. Oh. Uh, yeah. Columbia Records launched a new vinyl disc that played at 33 and one third RPM. Ooh. Sparking a music industry standard so strong that the digital age has yet to kill it. Holy shit. That's a lot. Holy shit, indeed. Uh, wow, that was on this day. How about that? Yeah, the, the 33 one third. That's pretty nice. Um, let's see here. In 1958, a decade later, Bobby Darn's Splish Splash enters the U.S. rock chart where it reached number three. God damn how far rock and roll has come. This is the genre. Splish Splash, right, we're taking a bath. Has led into bands like Mudvayne and Megadeth and fucking... <laughs> Bobby Darren. Jeez, that's a name I haven't heard in ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what's next? What's next? Um, let me see. Hang on. Where we go here? Do, do, do. Uh, let's see. Yeah, fuck. Let's go here. 1966. Uh, the Rolling Stones filed a $4.9 million lawsuit against 14 New York, 14 New York hotels for banning them. Here goes, claiming that the ban was, quote-unquote, injurious to the group's reputation and discriminatory in violation of the New York's civil rights law. Holy shit. Yeah. What the... (laughs) (laughs) We're suing you guys because you're not letting us fucking throw the TVs out the window, you bitches. I know, yeah, fuck you. I wouldn't... I'd ban your ass, too. I want to have a 14-person group sex orgy in here and do lots of heroin, but you won't let me... (laughs) <laughs> Where am I going to do my heroin now? Where am I going to orgasm? <laughs> Marijuana. I can't do it in the streets. <laughs> oh, man. The Rolling Stones are quick to fucking sue people. What was that band they sued in the 90s for using... That First off, they gave them permission to use a violin riff in the song and then sued them for the thing that they said that they could do. I've the Verve, the Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. Da, 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 da. Yeah, hang what on. What the fuck? That's a Rolling Stone sample? <laughs> yeah. The, Dude, this is news to me. Hang on, let me see. 
Well, we got to get through the fucking ad. St. Louis Zoo. I don't know. Is the St. Louis Zoo open? Why don't you suck my dick and I'll tell you fucking your fucking commercial. I was gonna say your state's probably open wide now, so it has to be. Oh, it is. Fuck that state was. Our state was locked down, but like, here we go. Let me see if I can find. Let's Google Rolling Stone and verbs with the verb. I guess this is the part that they talked about. Probably. But this, this fucking riff's been played for the whole song. Yeah. And that's what they're bitching about. So they sued the, uh, the band. So the Rolling Stones sued the band. They got, uh, hang on, bittersweet. And actually, this has a happy ending, though. But still, fuck the Stones for this, because this was bullshit. The Verve received permission from the record label that had released the orchestral album to use a few notes of the string melody. All right? But when it came out, they got sued in 1997... And they had to give uh, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards songwriter credits on uh, Bittersweet Symphony and all of the publishing royalties. So basically, they had to give their only hit. They had to give all of the money to the fucking Rolling Stones. Jesus. Like, I get like the songwriting credit, but you want what? Yeah, they took everything. That's fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah, for that. But it looks like, from what I've read, that um, back in 2019, the uh, the dispute was resolved, and uh, the, it says that the Verve's frontman and co-founder, Richard Ashcroft, was announced uh, on Wednesday, and this is back in 2019, that the uh, situation had finally been laid to rest. And uh, let's see here. What happened? Let's see. Uh, Jagger and Richard signed over all of their publishing for Bittersweet Symphony to the band. I'm sure they paid out the ass for it. And they're finally, after 20 fucking years, able to make money off of the goddamn one hit they had now that there's no more fucking money to be made. Yeah, of course. Fucking dicks. I love the Stones, man, but sometimes I just gotta say, you know, yeah. fuck yeah. you, dude. That's a real dick move, not gonna lie. Yeah. Bullshit. That's right, bullshit. <laughs> Very much so. Alright, what's next? Uh, I believe you're, you're next on this one. I am? Okay. Yes, sir. Get your shit together! I'm working on it, fuck you. Uh, let's see here. In 1970, Pete Townsend of The Who caused a stir at the Memphis International Airport when he was overheard saying, Tommy seems to be going down a bomb, meaning that the group's song Tommy was a hit. Officials, however, heard the word bomb and the police and FBI reacted. That's about the dumbest shit that that I've ever heard. That's just security theater at its worst. Can't say bomb in a fucking airport. Fuck you. Like you can't use the fucking word in the in the airport. Come on. Fuck you. That's just And I'll tell you I'll tell you why that's there. Because when they're searching your shit and you're being pissed off because you've been profiled and you say, It's not like I have a bomb or anything, they can fucking take they can fucking take you and fucking molest you and whatever the fuck they want to do. Oh, yeah. Get your gloves on. It's time for a cavity search. Yeah, ding, spe- ding, ding. Speaking of molesting, <laughs> 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 we got another one coming up in the 70s pretty soon. I'll let you take that one, then, <laughs> since you already mentioned Yeah, that. speaking of molesting, Gary Glitter opened <laughs> British TV's Pop, uh, top of the Pops performing Rock and Roll Part 2. Gary fucking Glitter. Oh, fuck Gary Glitter. That guy's a piece of... <laughs> Get that guy out of here! That's right. Thank you. He's still in jail, I think, so fuck him. Is he not dead yet? Fuck him. Let's I see don't if we know. Can... He's not dead yet, dude. Let's see. How did we kill Phil Spector? Let's see if we can do the same thing with Gary Glitter. Oh, uh, man, we should have done that fucking a year ago. I know, right? 
Hey guys, wouldn't it be some shit if the day that this podcast releases, Gary Glitter were to fucking die? Yeah. He's in jail. He's in jail as of, what, 2015? 16 years, apparently. Life imprisonment pisses me off, because you know what that means? That means hardworking taxpayers like me have to pay for your shit for the rest of your life. Fuck that. I gotta buy your food, toothpaste, toilet paper, deodorant, whatever. For the rest of your life. Fuck that. Just kill them and be done with it. Shit. I mean, if the crime does fit, sure. It's cheaper. Okay, how can the crime for sitting in a cage the rest of your life not fit death? No, I mean, it depends on that. Where, like, you know, like a lot of these fucking people get put in for, like, petty fucking crimes. Like, you don't want to just, like, you know, do that for fucking bullshit. Then judges need to have less power. They need to get our fucking prison system fixed. And then quit putting people in jail for life because I'm sick of paying for them. We could use that money to fund other things like roads for decent people to drive on. That too. Uh, Alright, what's next? Uh, oh, I had one here. Oh, right here. Yeah. So on this day in 1975... Uh, Richie Blackmore quits Deep Purple to form his own group, Rainbow. No. Yeah, so the group went through many lineup changes. Ronnie James Dio was famously part of it. Woo! Graham Bonnet, Cozy Powell, Roger Glover, and Doogie White were all former members of Rainbow. Nice. Um, I don't know nothing about any of those bands. Also in 1975... Elton John made a surprise appearance at a concert at the Oakland Coliseum featuring the Eagles and the Doobie Brothers, where he would sing with both groups. Nice. My dad didn't know that nobody's name was Doobie in the Doobie Brothers. (laughs) He thought they were really brothers, and I was like, Dad, do I need to explain to you what a Doobie is? (laughs) And... <laughs> and he was like, "No, that's their name. They're real bro- that look it up." I didn't even look it up. I didn't know. I was like, "Nobody in this man, nobody's name is Doobie." Like, I'm gonna smoke a Doobie. Like, give me the weed, boys, and free my soul. I wanna get stoned on the ganja dope and drift away. <laughs> so it's Uncle Cracker. It's Uncle Doobie. <laughs> Uncle Cracker, ass cracker. Uh, <laughs> It's like anyone who believed the Ramones were brothers. No, they're just dudes. <laughs> they're just dudes that happen to be all ugly as fuck. Yeah, and then Mark Ramone still hasn't found a proper hairstyle yet. <laughs> he sure found a wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. What's next? All right. Uh, on this day, 1977, Sex Pistols member Johnny Rodden was attacked in a brawl. Outside the live music venue Dingwalls in Camden, London, England. For what? Putting on a shitty set? Probably. I don't know. For being a, a fucking idiot. I'd like to know more about that one, to be honest with you. I yeah, that's all it just says the one blurb there. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, well. Whatever. Fuck the Sex Pistols. They're overrated. I know, man. I, 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 just, I just don't get... I, I don't get the Sex Pistols. Well, they're only famous because, like, the one guy who was, like, you know, I guess pop culture mainstream enough died so young. You're like, oh, my God. So tragic. No, so Vicious was a piece of shit. That will uh, submit a band undeserving for a long time. Look at Nirvana. Cement. What did I say? Submit? I'm talking all fucked up today. Cement. Cement. (laughs) Cement it. Cement it. Ferment. Marijuana? That too? Yes, very much so. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. In 1981, just after signing a multi-platinum contract with Warner Brothers, the pop group Steely Dan announced that they were breaking up. Wow. Wow, fucking Steely Dan. Yeah. Uh, After 14 years, uh, let's see... Donald Fagan, I guess, and Walter Becker. That's some old people names for you. Uh, The driving forces behind the band said their 14-year musical partnership was over. Then somebody get the name and hire somebody else. 
and make your fucking money. Or did they get to keep the money? I well, I'd hope they have some fucking money. I don't know. Well, well, that happened in '81. Yes. Let's see when Steely Dan reunited. Actually, <laughs> I don't think they did. Did they? Uh, shall we? Let's yeah. Let's, let's look into this. Hang on. Yeah, let's investigate the situation. Uh, let's see. Years active. Marijuana. Yeah, they in '93. So '93 to present. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let's actually look into it. Hang on. Um, he just didn't want to do that deal with Warner. Yeah, yeah. Becker and Fagan reunited for American Tour um, for one of their some one of the guys' their solo album, whatever. And okay. I guess they reunited. So they just, I guess, they're still playing, I guess, to this day, which is pretty good. What's your favorite Steely Dan song? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know any Anderson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever there was in Rock Band or something, I don't know. Were they in Rock Band? Probably. The Steely Dan, they got a few songs in some of the Rock Band games, for sure. This has been the worst on this day in history, because I don't know shit about most of the stuff <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah, I think once we get later into the years, we'll know more, but like all this other shit, it's like, eh. Well, mine jumps from 81 to 94. Yeah, so... Uh, get your shit together! Yeah, we're going to jump right into it. 1994 here. George Michael lost his lawsuit against Sony Records, a legal battle which cost the singer an estimated 4 million British pounds. Yeah, um, that's like 15 bucks. Uh, some, I guess. I don't know. We did conversion. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, he claimed that his 15-year contract with Sony was unfair because the company could refuse to release albums it thought wouldn't be commercial, commercially successful. Michael vowed he would never record for Sony again. But he later went back to them in November 2003. Huh, well, sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's business, I guess. Sure. You know, that's like basically anyone who like was like, yeah, fuck the WWE. And they're like, oh, put me in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> Dude, I ain't chic. Marijuana. Twitter, man. Okay, I got it. Thank you, sound effect. Uh, I didn't push it that second time. Uh, I ain't well, chic on Twitter. Yeah. With what was I saying? I ain't chic on Twitter. Oh yes, yes. I have another one here too. It's a pretty good one. What's that? Oh, in June, uh, so on this day in two thousand, thirty-nine-year-old Karen McNeil, who claimed she was the wife of one Axel Fucking Rose, oh. and that she communicated with him telepathically, was jailed for one year for stalking the singer. <laughs> One year. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I forgot about that. That was this day. Nice. Damn. Nice. 21 okay. years ago. Here's what we're going to do, Caputo. I'm going to need you to concentrate, okay? Right. And I think together, and everybody listening, concentrate on my words, and let's say see if we can telepathically send a message to Axl Rose to be on the show and uh, if it doesn't go through, then we know Team Brazil has control of that too. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's all let's uh, let's all concentrate. Axel Rose, let's visualize him. Uh, we want you to come on the show on Guns uh, and Radio. Release an album. With that too. I mean, we all know that's not going to happen. But leak some know. more shit from Tom Zutat's storage locker, please. Uh, well, we're not. Uh, hey, we're not talking to Rick Dunsford here. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! Now you're fucking up the mental. You're fucking up the connection here. Okay. 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 Here we go. Uh, we want you to come on GunsRadio.com. Oh, and talk yeah. about your dong. Uh, <laughs> Maybe release a show on DVD, Blu-ray, something. Just What's the appetite of the fans. Why don't you just do anything? Just live era, twenty sixteen. Put down the potato chips. Stop, stop watching TMNT three. It's not that great of a movie. The first two are better. And 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 get on either the internet or in a studio. We don't care. Come on the show or release something. All right, let's send it out. Right, I, it out I, I hope that works. Uh, oh no! I just farted a little bit, so I thought that was—I <laughs> thought that was my mental powers coming through there and exploding into the uh, the chakra or whatever of Axl Rose. But no, <laughs> just... chakra. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know anything about this shit. Yeah, that yeah that that reminds me of like 
early 2000s axel the whole thing with like <laughs> the the yoda chick whatever and it's like here's a picture of this guy i want in my bed does he bring off good chakra <laughs> well for that matter i've been communicating telepathically uh i didn't want to tell you this caputo all right uh, but, but you're gonna uh, have to anyways you well these. i got to i mean yeah. you know uh my girlfriend's gonna be real pissed but uh I've actually uh, been uh, communicating telepathically with uh, Lita Ford back in the 80s. Act Lita Ford, the hot oh, one, okay. to uh, to come over and touch my dong. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go to her house because I'm way too lazy for that. And that's yeah. way too much effort. But I've been sending the telepathic mass- message. Uh, <laughs> shit. I better, not say, I better not joke like that. She's crazy. She'll come kick my ass for real. Yeah, she'll come hunt us down, and <laughs> it's Lita Ford, man. She's crazy. I don't know. Man, I still say though, can you imagine how great it would have been if Lita Ford and Axl Rose would have got married? And that would be the fucking tabloids would have been all over that you, dude. I disagree. I disagree because I think they would still be together today because of mutually assured destruction. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, of each other. Because think about it. Look at all the times Axl Rose has been in the headlines or something with something about domestic violence. I think most of that got dropped. I don't know. But, you know, it could be bullshit. bullshit. Where there's smoke, there might be a little fire. Mm -hmm. Lita Ford, same situation. I'm saying, man... If they would have got together, they we would be talking about them as rock and roll's power couple. <laughs> and really behind the scenes, it's just mutually assured destruction. And I can visualize that very easily. Like, I can see Lita Ford and Axl Rose together in my head. Very easy to picture. Just saying. It's a thought, for sure. Who else is hot? Oh, the chick from No Doubt. I'm sending her what, some uh, messages. Gwen Stefani? There. I think yeah, she's been married one. at least like three times. I don't know. Uh, who cares? Uh, she's got two on me. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um, man, this telepathic shit is awesome, though. Let us know on our Discord. Who would you t- <laughs> send a telepathic message to fuck? <laughs> oh my god you've got to be fucking insane this lady had to be there has to be like she there has to be some kind of insanity there for her to think that she's telepathically communicating with axel rose or like some insane drug use that is uh probably like a few too many Everyone. tabs of psychedelics <laughs> Oh, psychedelics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana. I don't know. Would it really? I don't. I don't think you have to really smoke a lot to get that kind of fucking effect. I, yeah, Maybe I don't know, man. Have you ever tried those edibles? Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Were edibles Here's even what, a thing in two thousand? We're gonna do. Everybody listening to the podcast that's not us, we want you to take a bunch of edibles, <laughs> rewind the podcast when we were all communicating telepathically with Axel Rose, and let's see if we can either get him to drop an album, come on the show. <laughs> if Axel tweets about his dong after the release of this podcast, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm oh never God. gonna not take credit for that tweet. Listen, he's going to tweet about his dog and something about fucking a Republican. So there you go. <laughs> it's Axl Rose, not Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, but Axl Rose is like a staunch Democrat, so. Uh, well, with good reason. I mean, he seems mm. like a decent human being, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd say so. You know, he's very lethargic, for- but it's all right. Uh, yeah. Let's fast forward to 2006. 2006. Ooh. Former Village People lead singer Victor Willis pleaded no con- pleaded pleaded no contest to drug possession charges. Marijuana, possibly. <laughs> Just says drug. I don't know. He was later sentenced to three years probation after he agreed to enter a drug rehab program. <laughs> Marijuana. Yeah, have you ever seen that movie Half Baked, where Dave Chappelle goes to? Um, uh, AA meeting for marijuana and they boo him off the stage and throw <laughs> shit at him. <laughs> Bob Saget stands up and goes, 
Weed's not a fucking drug. I used to suck dick for coke. Have you ever <laughs> sucked dick for weed? And then he stops and he has to think about it. And he's like, no, I don't believe I have. Uh, what's up next? I was say, that's pretty desperate if you have to do such measures for <laughs> a little bit of herb that you can grow in your fucking backyard nowadays. I know, right? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Shit you can find on the street growing yeah. freely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a homeless a person hadn't beat you to it. Yeah, this is a good <laughs> one here, actually. Uh, 2010, Billboard magazine estimated that Michael Jackson's album catalog had generated about $383 million in sales and that his estate, MJ Incorporated, had earned at least $1 billion in revenue following his death the past year. Ooh. Jeez. Damn. I think he's, like, still on top for, like, you know, like, for deceased musicians making the money, whatever. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I mean, I, yeah, Michael I mean, Jackson like, is sad, though, like. Yeah, that was brutal. The fucking paparazzi killed that man. Yeah. Well, it started with fucking his dad and all the plastic surgery he had. Mm-hmm. That was just sad looking, man. Wasn't even human looking by the time he was done. Yeah, dude. It was, it was some other shit, man. Poor guy. Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's, that's a sad one. I'm going to skip it. James Taylor enjoyed his first number one album. Oh, this is in 2015, by the way. James Taylor enjoyed his first number one album on the Billboard Hot 200 when Before This World sold 97,000 units during its debut week. Mm. I don't know James Taylor, so. James Taylor. Um. What? I I feel like I should know that name. Like, I feel like I've heard that name, but I just don't recognize that song. Maybe. I don't know. But um, I, I think maybe we got one here, too. Um, All right. Do from, one more, and let's go. Let's get on to birthdays. Yes. Uh, so this one here, um, so this is around the time when Apple Music launched. So um, Apple Music reversed its payment policy, basically, because Taylor Swift sent him an open letter. It's like, you're not going to get my fucking album on your streaming service then. <laughs> oh. I remember that because this is when Ab Music first started. They're like, oh, yeah, everyone gets, you know, the first three months free or whatever. And then they're like, oh, yeah, but during this three month promotional thing, like, basically, the artists aren't going to get a fucking dime. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fuck you then. Yeah. And then Terrace was like, yes, well, you're not getting my album, so fuck you. And they're like, oh, no, no. Whoa, whoa, we're reversing the and, <laughs> and, and they didn't get sued by Metallica like fucking Napster did? No, they just gave Lars Ulrich a radio show. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to that. It was mad. Those guys are dicks. I mean, especially Lars. You know, Lars takes all the heat, but I mean... He looks like a fucking dick. Like, look, from head to toe, he looks like a small penis. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, no offense, you short Danish bastard. I mean, he's definitely a son of a bitch. I think we can agree on that. I mean, he's welcome to come on the show and defend himself if he wants to. Yeah, we'll see. We've had Vince Neil trying to find himself. I think Lars could put up a better fight. Yeah, well, <laughs> Lars has something to defend. That is true. <laughs> Still has a career to defend. <laughs> I don't know, though. He didn't uh, respond to the allegations on Brando's show. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I haven't forgot about that, and I think it's bullshit that had that been on a bigger platform. That they took seriously, because that's that's just showing that they don't take us seriously. But had it been on a bigger platform, that motherfucker would have been on Apology Tour. We'd have been on, we'd have got a free Metallica concert at the fucking, uh, uh, what's that place in Harlem called? The What, at the Apollo? Yeah. Is that Harlem? <laughs> yeah, what, at the Apollo Theater? Yeah. Pretty Harlem, yeah. Yeah, it always cracks me up when these uh, people say something racist and then try to be real nice to black people to make up for it, and then they just ain't having it because what they're doing is even more racist than the thing they said. Yeah, I was going to say, carbon copy, uh, Hulk Hogan on this one. 
<laughs> the Hulk Hogan, then he's got to be seen next to Titus O'Neil at WrestleMania. Oh, like the dam- the the attempt at like damage control that was just awful. Especially when you get like half-assed apologies from the fucking guy, bro. He's only sorry that he got caught. He didn't fucking apologize for anything else. What yeah. Mean? And then he's trying to like debunk it, like, oh, everyone, you know, back in, you know, I was raising the poor parts of Florida, and everyone fucking said the N-word, like, what? Who gives a that's, shit? That's, that's not, not a reason. reason. That's, not well, that's their fucking reason. I don't want to hear that. Fuck you. I was raised in the poor parts of Mississippi. Yeah. You think I haven't heard that word tossed about pretty fucking freely? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do have a Hulk Hogan poster, as you can see, on the wall behind me. Mm-hmm. But no, fuck you. That's a movie poster, by the way. Yeah. One of my favorite movies, I might add. What, No Holds Barred? Fuck yeah. Have you ever seen No Holds Barred? It's one of the shittiest movies ever made. What's I, that smell? I love a good <laughs> shitty movie. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't understand people that don't like a good shitty movie. Oh, yeah, man. I'm an avid uh, connoisseur of the room. You know, oh, the room? Tommy was a. I follow him on Facebook. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Oh. I don't know if it, it's not really him, I don't guess. It's a. You know, actually. Probably the, is him. The way he talks and his messages and his posts. It's definitely. Leads me to believe it very well may be him. Mm-hmm. Just based on the way he talks. Because you can read his Facebook posts. And then hear Tommy Wazo in your mind saying these things. Because he types like he talks. Oh my god. Dude, for so, sure. Like, even on Twitter. Like, same shit. Yeah. So, Tommy, if you're listening, come be on our show. Oh, I'm down. I'd love to interview that guy. Oh Nobody god. knows shit about him, though. Like, oh, what would we He's talk like about? the most mysterious man ever. It's insane. We're going to talk about this fucking movie that everybody and their dogs talked about a million yeah. times. You know, that ain't his only movie, by the way. Yeah, he's done more shit. He's doing more stuff now, I think. He did shit before that. that yes, I think. Sure. There's there's a video on YouTube. Tommy Wiseau plays the Joker. Oh, <laughs> my God. Where, yeah. I, I recommend that. Why is Cecilia? <laughs> <coughs> Oh, hi, Bruce. You want, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I don't want to kill you. I need you. You complete me. <laughs> you were tearing me apart, Batman. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> All right, let's get on to birthdays. Birthdays. We've been fucking off for 45 minutes and killing time. Uh, yeah, close enough. Um, let's see here. Born on this day in 1944, uh, Ray Davies, the singer-songwriter from The Kinks. You will know him as the band Van Halen covered. He really got me. Nice, nice. Yeah. There's one there. Um, let's uh. see who else here. There's a, there's a couple I saw here. Oh, happy birthday to Joey Kramer from Aerosmith. Woo! Happy birthday, Joey! Joey Kramer from Aerosmith. Let's see who else we got here. Um, Happy birthday, Joey, from Tommy Wiseau. Oh. (laughs) Your good friend. We make movie. (laughs) It's a good movie. It's a real Hollywood movie. (laughs) It's a Hollywood movie. Hollywood. No, Hollywood. There we go. Hollywood movie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, More more birthdays here. Uh, Michael Einziger from Incubus. Happy birthday from Incubus. From Incubus. Yes. I like that bad name, but Tommy Wiseau like Incubus. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, today on this day, happy birthday to Brandon Flowers, lead singer of The Killers. Oh, nice. Nice. And I think probably a very important one. Um, I know, don't I- like Killers, though. Killers bad because they kill people, so Tommy Wiseau don't like kill Killers. <laughs> and uh, I think probably the most important birthday here um, Famed uh, Guns N' Roses stan Miss Lana Del Rey Happy birthday Woo! Was that a one night stand? Or- <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know but she, well, she's a big uh, she's big axle mark so Did she like write a song about him or something? I don't know I don't know they were rumored to be doing doing some something Some something Maybe she can finally get Axel to get an album out or something You know Maybe. Dude, that's that'd be why. pretty interesting to have a like, guest feature on a song or something. 
That's why this fucking album hasn't come out yet, right there. You're too busy fucking Lana Del Rey. Nah, he's busy still trying to get over her, like he's trying to go over Stephanie Seymour. <laughs> oh, look at a whole Lana Del Rey album's worth of song. Yeah, he, unfortunately she didn't have a maid that he could take in as his mother, so. Look, man, all you gotta do, take the Slash album, say, Slash, I know you're working on a new album and you got about, what, 12, 13 songs finished? Why don't you let Axel sing on those? We'll give you $2 million and we're done. Or let him sing on half of them and you can release an EP. Something. Any fucking thing. Anything. One, two, three songs. Get a trilogy. Song of Breaking My Heart. Oh. see me roll down. Hey, there. trying to catch me riding dirt <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a thing here. We're gonna do a little live performance here. Oh, okay. I don't I don't sing very well, so uh, everybody wants to know what the real Dustin Bones sings like. I'm gonna show you, okay? All right. All right, here we go. I'm gonna really bare my soul here, okay? Podcast Dustin Bones, not YouTube Dustin. Not Bones. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> the real dust and bones. So we're gonna throw down for you here. The OG. Alright, here we go. What side? Alright, here we go. That's right. Alright, here we go. That's right. Oh, tell me why those up here. They see rolling, they they hate and they patrolling and they try to catch when I ride dirty. You're tearing me apart. Police be hating and try they try and catch me they try to catch me by dirty. You know, two's plenty and three's a crowd, Danny. Insert awkwardly long uh, sex scene here. You know, I've never seen the sex scene because I've only seen the room on the YouTube version. But Bro, I... there's literally like in the first forty-five minutes of this movie, there's three of them, and they last at least like five, six minutes, and they're way too long. And you know, I'm weird. really okay with not seeing what Tommy Wiseau's ass looks like, so I think yeah. I prefer the YouTube version of the movie. Yeah, even though he did claim he need to show his ass to sell this movie, according to the disaster artist. I need to show ass to sell movie. It's you good. Show my ass good. To this movie. It's, right it's, it's good ass. Ass look good. We need uh, people will buy tickets to see ass. Yeah, I show real, ass. Real Hollywood movie, Greg. A Hollywood movie. Yeah, I get on. I get OnlyFans and I show ass on OnlyFans, <laughs> and I make million dollars. And with million dollars, I make another movie, and then. To sell new movie, I show ass again, and it never ended cycle of ass to movie and only fan. <laughs> Imagine if Tony was so only fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him talking about the room all the time. I think we're developing a new character for the show. It's oh Tommy Wazo. Come over, we show, uh, show ass and make movie. <laughs> Anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my favorite part. No, Not, I think I don't the, want to talk about work. Oh, how's your sex life? <laughs> what was the? Hi, oh, hi, Greg. Or is it Greg? Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Yeah, that's Mark. It's not true. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> no, no, no. Last time I heard a girl, she got beat up some fat. She ended up on the hospital on Girl Street. Ha, what a story. What? <laughs> that funny story you tell there. Oh, I don't get what well, I don't get girls, Greg. Why is it crazy? Wish Tommy Wazo would do a podcast. I would listen to oh that. Oh my god. Dude. I could listen to that shitty accent for four hours a day. Dude, just give me like a limited run like podcast, give me like twelve episodes. Oh my god, you'd kill it. Be what the fuck shit. would he talk about, though? The room. What else is he going <laughs> to fucking talk about? Come on. Oh, man. I really like his YouTube videos, though. Like, Tommy Wiseau. I wish that they would. somebody would get out there, would get with Tommy Wiseau, get a green screen or whatever you got to do to digitally edit him into Hollywood hit movies. 
and then just recreate scenes with him as like Richard Gere in Pretty Woman. Oh my god, like <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, let him play Darth Vader. Dude, you just throw him in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> you a part of Rebel Alliance and traitor. Take her away. <laughs> I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's perfect content for his OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans, I show ass on OnlyFans. You have money, make movie. <laughs> All right, I think we're done. You ready to get into the song finally? Yeah, let's get into it, man. We, we were going to watch a music video today, but that's getting bumped. Tom Wazo came along. He took up whole podcast now. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next week for the watch along. <laughs> Download the we, we, we may. I don't think anybody's coming back now. <laughs> They're all mad about how it's making making fun. You make fun of Tommy Wiseau, nobody listens to podcasts. Listen, the entire universe is made fun of Tommy Wiseau, and he's made <laughs> money off of all of us. So you make matter. fun of Tommy Wiseau. I like I like the thought of the character always referring to himself in the third person. Yeah, he like sees himself as the Rock, basically. <laughs> yeah, you make fun of Tommy Wiseau. No listening for you. And nobody listening to you. You make fun, man. It's not funny. Make fun, <laughs> not funny with Tommy Wiseau. Okay. Oh, okay. Digging this. I'll be a Superman, baby. Some lyrics. Uh, let's see if we can't put together. Yeah. You're up, uh, bud. All right. Uh, so I guess in the beginning, I guess the chorus, I'm a Superman. I want to be your Superman. Uh, we'll get into the verse here. Uh, what you get is a crash course to be a man. But a man <laughs> is a destination never known. Sometimes dressed up like a red hot lady in pumps. Don't think she can get enough. Uh, always feel like she's running on a hamster wheel, getting high, crashing cars, and making mistakes. Keeping her face packed with cocaine. Her face is numb, and your faith is gone. Yeah, sounds like my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like a... a I'm a, superhuman. I want to be your Superman. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Superman. I, I want to be Superman. <laughs> and then it goes, Call What her. you get is Crash Course. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Cocaine, alcohol, Adderall, something else. I do like this song though. It's pretty fucking cool so far. Like just instrumentally wise, yeah. everything's flowing right now. Yeah, it is flowing. I think it's That's a really cool high note. I dig that. Cocaine. I'm Doctor Rexo, the rock and roll clown. I do cocaine. Have you ever seen that? You ever watch Metalocalypse? Uh, some of it. I don't, I don't. Yeah, some of it I've seen. Not all of it, but. I do cocaine. Cocaine. That's what we're gonna do from now on. From now on, anytime somebody says cocaine on this show, we need to get that. That 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 drop right there for the sound effects. Cocaine. I'm down. A lot of cocaine references in this fucking song. This is like what 
I'm counting the word cocaine. One, two, three. Three times. Four, because they repeat the course. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Scott Wilder really misses cocaine writing the song, man. Was he sober during this? This one, I don't think so, no. The, uh, the second Velvet Revolver album, he was, but not this one, I don't think. At least to my knowledge. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Let's talk about this uh, this second verse here. So, rodeo, rodeo, rodeo. Throw the neck, <laughs> throw the rope around her neck, and get the show on the road. Damn. Tie this bitch up and do her some cocaine. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, drug addicted fueled uh, asphyxiation sounds like. I don't know, man. If she's really got that much, if she's really doing that much blow, is she really gonna be down? Like these people don't hold together all that well. They that always look true. like shit. One way or another, yeah. <laughs> Never mind the blood on her face. Yeah, down the nose. Tell yourself it's lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hit my head on a wall. Oh, sure. She like sneezes and it's just like gushing. I never understood that. God, I mean, it reminds me of like that Beavis and Butthead episode with the nosebleed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Operator, what's the number for 911? 911. <laughs> uh, 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 Beavis, nose bleeding. <laughs> you, you stupid. <laughs> you trackash. <laughs> they're coming back on Comedy Central oh I can't wait for that dude plus they got the movie or whatever coming on uh, Paramount's uh, streaming thing oh, I'm gonna have to buy that for a month just to see the movie and then immediately yeah. cancel it I mean they've got that uh, Workaholics movies coming on there too I'm down for that oh nice yeah so that's what coming was, there what oh. was that Netflix movie that was kind of like Die Hard but with those guys in it oh Game Over Man Game Over Man I, I, when I watched that movie, I got a few minutes into it and told my buddy, I was like, here's what I'm going to do. Whatever these characters' names are and everything, I'm gonna in my head, I'm going to say, fuck that. And I'm going to imagine that this is the same characters from Workaholics. And that this <laughs> is Workaholics, yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it could my work buddy, for you, yeah. One of my buddies told me, he said, get ready when you watch that movie, because there's a lot of dong in that movie. <laughs> there is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. 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 This is rocking. Didn't stick to that superhuman theme in this song very long, did they? Not at all. Get enough of me, of love, or of cocaine. The drugs, man. It's the drugs. It's the drugs. Then how is she superhuman? The cocaine gives her superpowers. That's what the yeah. I was gonna say it's probably like the whole process: cocaine, cocaine, alcohol, 
She fucking crashes, withdrawal, and then back again. Beats the cycle. We guess. should we should write a, a superhero movie, and that's his power. Like it's activated by cocaine, and then he has all the powers of Superman. But before he can activate it, he's got to take a bump. So like <laughs> instead of being mighty and shit like Superman is, he's like skinny as fuck. And yeah, dude, that would work perfectly in the DC <laughs> universe. They're pretty dark and all. Yeah, uh, and any time a villain punches him in the face, his nose just gushes. Yeah. And it, like, gets on their face, and they're like, oh, God, what the hell? Ugh, ugh, gross. And then while they're all grossed out from all the blood that they weren't expecting from one little punch, he comes in and, like, checks them, you know? Yeah. And that's the, <laughs> and that's the fight. That's how we do it. It's the super game. Yeah. DC, we'll have our heroes take drugs where we can't, you know, talk about them uh, eating each other out. I don't know if you heard that news <laughs> recently. <laughs> no, I've not. What happened? Uh, so I don't know if you ever watched like the animated like Harley Quinn series, whatever. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So there was like apparently a joke that was rejected about like Batwoman eating out Catwoman or some shit, and because DC was like, "Oh, heroes don't do that." <laughs> Have you seen the other fucked up shit they've done on <laughs> yeah. that show? <laughs> Just watch the first season of that show, man. <laughs> and that's what did it. Wow. Yeah. So like, no, we can't talk about Conlingus. That you know, that's off limits, guys. We can do it on this show. We've yeah. talked about dongs enough for one hour. So. Yeah, jeez. The Magnum <laughs> Dong episode. <laughs> okay. Alcohol. Lady Lay. Withdraw. <laughs> Sounds like a great four-step recovery program. <laughs> it sure does. Fuck you, ads. This one to tell you about NA meetings. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, Mr. Scott Weiland. Well, I uh, do cocaine, alcohol, Lady Lay, withdraw, and then I wash, rinse, and repeat, and then I come here and tell you about it. <laughs> Cleanse myself for just a Tuesday, and then tomorrow I go right back to the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, All right. Yeah, well, I think just to add some more context uh, into these lyrics, I was looking into, like, um, uh, like with the meaning and stuff, whatever. So it's basically... Uh, it's about a woman who's way into drugs, but since she's not a superhuman woman, she's just going to die. And she might as well just kill herself because that's what she's doing anyway. But before course oh. of action is much more painful, drawn out, and damaging to those around her. Huh. So there you have it. There's what an interesting take. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's repeating a cycle. She's waiting to, you know, be like, I'm done with this shit. Well, how do you want to do ratings this week? Um, I'll go first on this one. This is a pretty kick-ass song. I mean... Yeah, like, lyrically, it's pretty, like, fucking, like, dark, deep, and crazy. But, like, it's a really good, like, song, instrumentally. Uh, the guitar riff just keeps you, like, fucking going, you know, like this, the whole thing. Uh, really good work, man. This is definitely one of the better songs, I'd say, on the Contraband album that I've heard so far. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a four out of five. I like this song. I would definitely listen to this again and again. Um. Uh- I'm torn on it, to be honest with you. I thought it was a good song. I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. I think I enjoyed the the music more than the uh, subject matter, I guess. But then again, I mean, it's basically Guns N' Roses with a different lead singer. So, I mean, a song about drugs, who'd have fucking thought, right? Yeah, it's, just, it's basically Guns N' Roses, but with a drug addict in the, in the, in the front. <laughs> and, you know, they I just, say it with all, you know, God rest your soul, Scott Weiland. But, like, you oh, yeah, we love Scott. Yeah, but um, it wasn't perfect. But this one, I don't know. I'm probably not going to come back to it, to be honest with you. Um, no, no. it's I, I'd still give it. I'd still give it a three. Right. I'll put it in the middle there. <clears throat> yeah, this is yeah. I don't know. I I really like the song. It's pretty cool. Do do do. Cocaine. I like the high notes too. It's just out of nowhere. I'm like, okay. I heard the. Never heard Scott Weiland hit like random high notes like that ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because like all of these Velvet Revolver songs, I'm used to hearing him go like a lot deeper, you know, like, like a slither. It's like where near see her after her. I know, right? You'd think Axel would be able to cover that with ease. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, I mean, Love Duff covers it better with ease, unfortunately. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, you want to see what we're doing next week? Yeah, let's spin that wheel, baby. Be sure to head over to GN Extra where we're going to continue to bullshit about dongs for another 10, 15 minutes. Magnum dongs, that's a good fucking right. Magnum dongs, that's right. Only magnum dongs on this show. This is the magnum Only. experience. Oh my god. I know you're lying walking papers. <laughs> oh, well. I know you're lying. Yeah, about dogs. that magnum dong. <laughs> You said it was 12 inches, but really it's 4 and 3 eighths. You say you lost 45, but you're done in 35 seconds. Oh, man, that's really funny. (laughs) Three pumps and go. That's how you roll. Well, catch up with us next week when we're going to listen to I Know You're Lying. Uh, The one that fought the... The, the episode that immediately follows the Magnum Dong show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call um, it the, the guys who bullshit about their dick size episode. Sure. Or basically every guy who does that. Yeah. This is the, the straight, it's basically like the man show. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. It might as well. <laughs> Less hot chicks. Yeah. <laughs> or no, not in general, it's just two dudes. <laughs> My girlfriend runs in from occasion. Yeah. So On that, occasion. That keeps the ratio fair, I think. <laughs> Two to one. That, <laughs> nah, that's not a good ratio. I, I prefer when I would throw a party back in the day, I would try to keep a three chick to one dude ratio. That way everybody's got two strikeout opportunities. <laughs> and yeah, I thought that was a golden ratio of three to one. And you know what? My parties were never less than dope. Yeah. So. No sausage fest dust and bones over here. Damn straight. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. Until next week, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you here next Monday for another edition of Guns and Radio. Peace. And I know you ain't lying about that.